0: And welcome to Five Writers, Five Minutes. We are a podcast and a YouTube channel inspiring you to write your stories. We are five professional writers. I'm Zannie Louise. I'm Leanne Tanner. I'm Deborah Abella.
1: I'm Sarah Armstrong. And I'm Tristan Banks.
0: So we'll be here throughout the school year holding your hand in a way if you come back week after week we'll have lots of inspiring material for you covering all ranges of things from writing to the stories behind our books to the things that trip us up and yeah you'll have to be with us to see what we've got for you. This week we will be exploring how to encourage our creative mind. Leon, what do you do? Look
2: Years ago, I had someone tell me that I wasn't naturally creative and I agreed with them at the time. I mean, now I know that that was nonsense, but I didn't feel creative at the time because I hadn't learned to listen to my creative voice. I think of creativity as being like a really small kid. If you ask that small kid for ideas for a story, they'll start throwing out all sorts of weird, funny, crazy ideas at you. But if you criticize those ideas, if you go, oh, no, that one's boring. No, I don't like that one. No, that one's dumb. The kid's going to get quieter and quieter, and eventually they're going to shut up. When I was trying to learn to listen to my creative voice, I tried to honor in some way every idea that popped into my head, like either I wrote it down or I thought about it for a little while or I played with it just as a way of saying to my creativity, I'm listening, I like what you're doing, keep going. Mm -hmm. It's kind of a little bit like brainstorming where you write down everything no matter how daft it is. And what I found was that as I did that, my creative voice gradually started speaking louder and louder.
3: Until now it pretty much shouts at me. (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah
3: good i would prefer that voice than the person who told you you weren't creative yeah that's staggering I to me that someone would tell lean tanner she wasn't creative
4: yeah um, but the writing yeah. down and writing your way into creativity and, yeah. and proving it showing that you're you're creative is is genius
3: and i i'm mm. also trying to when you the more that you write or the more you play with ideas the more ideas come because i know that if i've taken a break from writing because you know I've. I've gone on a a walking, a hiking trip and I don't have a pen or a paper or anything. I find when I sort of get back to the the business of coming up with ideas and stuff, it's slow. It's kind of, I can feel the wheels churning, a bit rusty, but the more that I do it, the more that it comes more easily. I mean, having said that, being in nature and going for hikes is very important, I think, for my encouraging my creativity because I don't want to concentrate on a pen or a paper or a computer or whatever. I do actually want my mind to just wander Mm -hmm. and daydreaming is so important, so I try not to be Plugged in with to you know to any music or anything while I'm I'm wondering I' try to just let it flow and lean to that point of you know imagine your creativity as a little kid I mean you have to encourage that kid you know and you know that kid will yeah. then grow and become amazing and you have to be your best cheerleader as well that little voice that says to you you know you know good or this is a terrible idea I think you have to be your biggest cheerleader and and also you have to think about if a friend came to you with an idea, and said, I've got this idea. Would you then say, you know what, that's rubbish. That is, that is terrible. (laughs) Like you just wouldn't, right? So what I try to do is try not to do that to myself. I try to think, right, if I was, you know, a friend uh, to myself, which hopefully I am, I would try and encourage that idea. Oh, maybe more of that, less of that. So yeah, that's a bunch of stuff that I try to do and try and find the joy in it so that I forget that it's a process, that it actually is just this fun, joyful thing that I'm doing.
1: I think for me, it's about looking at the world around me with a kind of curiosity. I I sort of think of this thing of having a writer's eye and it's just noticing stuff and asking myself questions like, what if a spaceship landed in front of me or what if suddenly there was a flash flood down the bottom of my street. Like I've always been a daydreamer since I was a kid. I would dream Mm -hmm. up little scenarios often involving catastrophes where I saved the day. Interestingly, Um, (laughs) (laughs) I am well-versed in kind of coming up with scenarios in my head. So it's a bit like that. It's just allowing that to happen and noticing like, why is that person sitting by the side of the road with a suitcase and why are they still there when I come back an hour later? So just asking myself Mm. those questions and noting things like, you know, I remember once a dog drove by in the back of a ute and it just sort of met my eyes And it just stayed looking at me until it disappeared. And it was like, (laughs) oh, okay, I'm just clocking that. I'm just going to tuck that away. It's like just seeing everything that happens around me as a little image or or raising a question that I can use in my writing. And I love what you're both saying about being kind to those ideas because sometimes that first idea is not going to be how the final story might look, but it can Mm. lead you somewhere interesting, exactly like brainstorming. It's just accepting whatever comes up allowing it to lead you down a path I think that's that's what I do
2: curiosity is such a big part of it isn't it Mm. yes definitely
4: well I think following the curiosity is important too isn't it letting yourself follow the curiosity because there Mm. is that part especially maybe kids are probably better at following their natural instincts and what they want to do at the time but as you become an adult, you start to have this voice in that's telling you what to do all the time, do this and do that. This would be the best way to do it in order to encourage your creativity. Sometimes I'll... Um, think okay i'm going to go out and write and i'll walk out of my house or i'll drive out of my house and i will just think um usually i'd go right and i'll just go left kind of thing and i'll go i don't know where i'm going and i do i'm not sure yet but i'm following this and then i feel an instinct that i'm going to go that way and then i'll find some new place that i'm going to sit down and write or a new cafe or a new some somewhere and even that just allowing yourself to exercise That much sort of um instinctive following of curiosity somehow makes me able to sit down and be more creative. Whereas if I've been telling myself, do this and do that Mm. and stop doing then I find the creativity doesn't flow. And I also think that there are creativity is obviously not just in writing. You know, for for people watching this, you know, you might express your creativity in other ways, you know, in your life, or in the way that you um converse with your friends, or in the way that you make videos, or you might Mm shoot photos on your phone. Like I went out to Western New South Wales once and did some writing workshops and there were these big boys who really weren't keen writers, you know. they get get all like, rrr, rrr, and I was like, oh, no, <laughs> it was year, year nine after lunch. And then, but once I got them on to talking about um, pig hunting, which is something that they were very enthusiastic about, they started telling all these stories about pig hunting and they were super creative and they yeah. went wild and they couldn't tell enough stories about pig hunting. So, creativity is about you and it's about your mm. own interests and it's about following mm. your own gut. It's not about uh, mm. listening to what somebody else tells you is, is creative.
0: Yep. My goodness. I love all these ideas so much. This is one of my passions, your creativity. I I spent my childhood wandering around our farm in Inverell, in nature, telling myself stories, building these little worlds around me. And I like to think that i've followed a pretty creative path my whole life and it has been about following my gut following my instincts and playing and allowing myself to have fun and always prioritize creativity as well so when i was writing they were uh, educational manuals about 10 or 12 years ago And I always made a point of spending the first half an hour doing the fun, creative stuff when I was fresh, when I was Mm. alive, when I had, you know, attention and all of those sort of things. So I've always put creativity up the top. Mm. Uh, And I really hear what all of you are saying. Uh, It's that it's about cultivating play, cultivating joy, following your instinct, being true to yourself. And it's your creativity, which is really worth nurturing. I've been running writing classes for many years in Lismore for young kids. And the pure focus of my workshops is creativity and joy and confidence and constantly validating each kid's voice and. What you're saying is wonderful. I want to hear more Mm. of it. I want to hear more. I want to hear more. And ultimately, those kids, there's just so much creativity ready to come out. And I've never met a kid who doesn't have that in them. And when they're given permission to share it, wow, it's just so beautiful. Mm. I love it. So anyway, I'm on board with all the things you're saying. Be a friend to your creativity. Be curious. Be adventurous. Be joyful. Be playful. I love all of these things. We're loving all your responses to the podcast. We're loving all your comments. We're loving all your shares, all of that. Keep making us feel amazing. We love it. <laughs> we'll keep providing wonderful insight for you. We'll be here next week with a new topic. Follow, subscribe, share, all of that fun stuff. See you later. Bye. Bye bye.
4: See ya.